little by little, we became aware of the invisible presence of the th those three indigenous people or original people. So we started to go to them. Welcome to Belmont Voices. My name is Jack Benz, and I'm your guide to some of the stories of some of the people in one small New York neighborhood. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Belmont Voices. Today's episode is me interviewing Father Alfredo Zapeda, who is a Mexican Jesuit who works primarily in the state of Veracruz in Mexico with the Mexican indigenous people there. Uh, super interesting work, uh, has a lot of different pieces to it. Um, and it's important to note for this interview that he works with indigenous people, and he will contrast that with mestizo uh, people of Mexico who are more the, the dominant group uh, with the indigenous people within it. He happened to be in the Bronx recently visiting some of the listeners of the community radio station who are from there but live here. So the bulk of his interview is about those communities here. So enjoy. <music> Well, I entered in the society 60 years ago. I think Guayacocotla is uh, a result of a decision of the Jesuits in the 60s of going with the people. I think it's the result also of the Vatican II who conceived the church not in front of the world, but inside the world. Mm -hmm. We've been thinking all the time, mainly in the 60s and in the 70s, how we connect more and more each other at the commitment we have with those with less havens, with poor people and with the indigenous peoples who are ordinarily the last, the invisible, even in our country. Mexico has them. So, so we decided to go more to the countrysides, more to, to the mountains. And that's how the project of Huayacocotla in the mountains of Veracruz in Mexico started. And describe that uh, area to me. Yes, that's uh, not far from Mexico City, but uh, in contrast, is very poor and very marginated. Four hours from Mexico City, but in the mountains, out of the main roads, of the main highways. So in that place lived the three peoples mainly, the Nahuatl, the Otomi, and the Tepehuas. The Nahuatl is the biggest the main indigenous people in Mexico. There are about three million people who speak the language Nahuatl. Uh, it's interesting to say that they come from the United States. They are, they are um, related with, with some of the indigenous peoples in uh, Idaho, in Iowa. It's uh, the result of many migrations there. The Nahuatl came in the fourth century. They are in the lower and more plain lands Better and the Otomi, yeah, and the Otomi are up in the mountains and uh, we started, we, go, we went there because of the opportunity of one radio station, community station that started like a school but little by little more, more involved in culture. So we started that in the 70s and we continue to do. And was, that, was language reclamation part of the project from the beginning? Yes. To hold on to those languages? Yeah. At the beginning, we started with the mestizo people mainly okay. in the highest part. 
but little by little we became aware of the invisible presence of the th those three indigenous people or original people. So we started to go to them. They themselves call us because of the violence they suffer from landowners, because they always have been living in communities. The concept of the land is not private property at all, but common property, so they were invaded. So we went there at the beginning with, to help to stop the violence and to, to recuperate the peace. And finally, a big action to recuperate the land. More than 10,000 acres for them. And we say that we work at all levels health, human rights, organization, culture, religion, and uh, economic projects. How does a radio station do all those things? Well, the radio, the radio station do not do those things. Okay. The team of the radio who goes to the communities and parties in communities part in the radio. There are some who are more with the people, uh, a small part in the radio like me. Uh, we are more in the communities, but we, we collect the voice of the people for the radio in their own languages and the, the, the problems and so on. And there are some who are more in the radio, as the, in, the pro, in the musical programs, cultural programs, program and, and things like that. Do you have a physical center as well, of a, a building? And well, we are a small physical center and we are thinking in and uh, have uh, a big, bigger one mm. because many people go there for consultations, for advice. I would say it's a center of counseling, communication, and uh, broadcasting of the languages. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's where we, who we are, where we are. I've been there for three, eight years. Yeah. What do you like about it? Yeah, that, that's where, where where the God of the poor puts me to, to work. And I am very grateful with, uh, with the society also, because it was really a collective plan, you know, the, mm -hmm. the service of the faith and promotion of justice. And that's what we said, that's where we are. You know? yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy there with many, many problems all the times because you see, the Indians are, they, they are the last in the society. Sure. So, uh, that, that's more or less our project. At the beginning, the, the radio was very small. And because of the legal, legal questions, because in Mexico there are no community radio. Do you, do you know that the community radios in all the countries are men, are menaced, menace, amenazados, verdad, por la, by the polit politics right. in, in communications, by the big companies and, and controls in control. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even here, in, sure. even here in the United States. So, but, but finally, in in uh, in 2005, este, we succeed to have 10,000 watts, which is a big thing. Right? Yeah, it's it's good thing. So oh. uh, that radio spreads uh, his voice mm -hmm. all around. 100 yeah. kilometers around, yeah. yeah. So many, many, I would say 3,000 communities, yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. people rely on the radios, right? Yes. They depend on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they like very, 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 very much. Even here in, in New York, they listen uh, through the, 
the, through the phone, through the, the appli application in yeah. internet, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so uh, the, the communities there have members that live here in the United States. And they've come legally, they've come uh, without documents, they've come a whole variety of ways. And so you come up here, you've yeah. been coming up here how long to visit them? Yeah, it's been almost 18 years we start to come here. Because in 90s, just after signature of uh, Tratado de Libre Comercio, that uh, agreement oh, uh, that of NAFTA? commerce NAFTA? agreement, NAFTA, NAFTA yeah. yeah. You call NAFTA in English, in Spanish we, we say Tratado de Libre Comercio. Okay. Este, uh, in 1994, yeah, they started to come. Suddenly, suddenly, before never can, came here. By here, United States or here New York? In, here in, in New, York. New York. In New York, because the law of the immigration is you go from one place to another place. Right? It's a drop of water, no? That drop of the, the of water spreads then. Mm -hmm. So they came here to the United States and, and right now they are all around. From Massachusetts and Connecticut till uh, Philadelphia, I would say. And the but Carolinas the, yeah, as well. In, Car in Carolinas as well. Yeah. Uh, but they started to come here to Queens, to Bronx. What, right. uh, and there are still many people here. So that's when we decided to come to visit them to know how his life, to to maintain the connection with their communities by means of the radio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they 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 know us. They 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 call to uh, by phone to the station, and they make public uh, public uh, greetings and things like that. Yeah. They are co to connect with the feast yeah. because because when no one has papers. No one has oh, papers, okay. yeah. It's, it's, it's practically impossible. For Mexicans, it's, it's one of the country where, countries where you cannot start with, the, what do you say, green card, uh, card and, and things process, like that, yeah. no. I don't know anyone who has paper. So they cross through the, through the desert of Arizona and then from there here to New York. It's the, more than 10 years, but in 28, as he said, 2008 uh, started more and more difficult with the center of, of, uh, of uh, detention, the mm -hmm. detention, detention center, and then with the technology to cover all the border, with right. the surveillance. Say yeah. surveillance, how do you call it? Those, those, those planes without pilot. Drones. Drones and yeah. uh, uh, small helicopters. Mm -hmm. It's this war technology. Yeah. 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 And, and so it become more and more difficult, and also because the, the border is dominated by the mafia. Right. So the price at the beginning was $2,000. Right now it's $10,000. $10,000 yeah, to, to cross. cross. To cross. At the beginning was sure, almost sure. They, they went and come every two years, every three years. Right now they are staying here because if they go, they cannot uh, come back here to make to, to United right. States again. That's the situation actual. And and here is present is very important. For even here, they are they are invisible. What do they do when they're here? What do they do for they, work? They they do uh, at the beginning. They start in restaurants. If you go 
any restaurant here in New, <laughs> in, in New York, you will find people from Puebla, people from Veracruz, people from Oaxaca, from Guerrero, and also from Cuenca in, uh, in Ecuador. Yes, right. many in Queens, right? Este, before in New York, in New York, there used to be very few, few Mexican. Correct. Yeah, in the 70s. In the 80s, the 90s, at the, the, uh, the beginning from Oaxaca, then from Puebla, then from Veracruz, yeah. yeah. So, they're invisible here also, right? like, uh, I would say, underground stream. Mm -hmm. right? They are all, uh, all of them are around here in Bronx, for instance, and, and also in uh, Queens. Ah. You, you've been here and you've visited individuals. It Tell me what their housing is like and yeah. give me an You example. go to, to the 180 and 84th Street here. You here go in to Belmont? Yeah, between Fordham and Tremont. And you go to the fourth floor and you'll find an apartment with small dining room and then one room and a kitchen. In the in the room there are two or three, and in the in the dining room there are another three. Right? They use both, and the kitchen. So w they, they, there you will find five All young, young men. Young, young men here, and so that's the model. You go uh, to to a house in Queens, the house for one family, but inside there are six different groups, right? right? Of five or six people. Uh, because they have to divide the, the payment of the rent. And they're trying to send as much money home yes, sometimes. Yes, yeah, that, that's the main goal of them. I mean, mainly to maintain the, the education of the children for health and also to pay people to the, the work in their lands. Yeah. yeah. And they also are keeping the money, thinking in their ret return, where they are going to buy a car, for instance, uh, to put a small business and things like that, but it is really difficult. Right now we are making an experiment that is interesting because it's growing and it will have, I think, a big impact in the future, that is a temporary contract. It's mainly for the crops in, in Washington, for instance, for cherry and apple. Oh, uh, specific to specific yeah. crops? Yeah, specific crops, specific... Time time specific companies okay. yeah so a company ask 400 ask for 300 and they build houses to, to lodge the people there and and establish a salary per hour you know that's right now for the first time Ottoman people came to New, to Washington uh, for for specific crop of uh, and you were out there visiting them Yes, as well. yes, it's the second time we visit him to follow where is this, uh, all, all this business go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you said that uh, uh, there was a group there that had been under contract, but one of the yes. guys broke the contract and yes. came to New York. Yes. What's his future? like? Well, he is quite protected by his group. Right? Sure. He is living in an apartment with another four, and the other are advising, they say, not commit errors, <laughs> yeah, not drink in the, in the street, right? not, not to get, get a ticket or arrested, because he is right now in the lists of the ice, the terrible ice yeah. <laughs> that before didn't exist. Yeah. yeah. So he is quite protected by their own. 
And I think that that's one of the things more, more important to say about those who are here, that they, they reproduce the sense, the style of life of community. Solidarity. Yeah, community. they are yeah. in group, even if they are from different communities, they speak like the same language, they speak Otomi inside, and from that they relate with others. Yeah. So that's why they share uh, information, as to where to go. I don't know anyone who doesn't have work. For instance, this one who, who came from Washington, yeah, already he's, he's working since last week, uh, immediately, because the other helped to, to accommodate in, yeah. in, in, in the restaurant. So they, they work in the restaurants, at the beginning mainly. After that, car wash. After that, they start to help in construction that is better paid and uh, also in some works like gardeners and, mm -hmm. and things like that. Yeah. But anyway, they have their friends, they continue to work. Seems like uh, mainly, for instance, they are working mainly in, 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 in Indianos, they call yeah. Indian restaurants. Indian yeah. Restaurants, yeah. yeah. How would you contrast the Adomi culture and, yeah. the, and the way they relate to the world in contrast to the American way or the Mexican way? But Yes, I think I, I, w I would uh, underline again this sense of community over individual. That means that one Otomi, they conceive themselves that community is first and they are individuals in the community. Mm -hmm. right? They never break the link with their community. And from there, they understand the other communities that are sim similar to them. I would say with all the problems they have also. Sure. Right? For instance, uh, they sometimes try to to marry one Dominican, for instance, but the culture are different. So at the, it's very difficult to stay, to, to be stable with, with them. Mm -hmm. There are exceptions. For instance, I know I have a friend, he's Mestizo, but he married an African-American and they stay. They have children and they are they, 10 years, for 10 years they, they've been together. But no, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. and I, I think the problem of the family is not easy. They are more thinking coming and, and looking for, for some woman there in their communities who wait, uh, someone, someone they knew before, and, and they uh, continue the communication promising themselves to get to get together when he come back yeah and then the years yeah. pass and yeah. yeah yeah what are some of the uh, festivals within that community one is a carnival the carnival that was before the spaniards came this is the fest of fertility at the beginning of the in the spring in the spring yeah, yeah. so that's very very big because it's participation of all the people el do, do, all, all, all men put the, their mask, all, all male, men dance, and right now they, they're starting to participate, the women, before it, they, they, they only uh, were watching the men. So, that's the first. And the second is the Feast of the Death, and the 2 of November, they adapted to the calendar of Europe, and that's very strong, because it's the unity between those who, who went away and people here, so they prepare Tamales, mm -hmm. uh, that's the, the main meal of uh, the Todos Santos, the yeah. Feast of Death, that for starts the 30th of October 
to the 3rd or 4th of November. It's uh, one, one week of the feast. It's more important than Christmas. More okay. impo much more important than, than Christmas yeah. for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. do, do you find that it's a very Catholic culture at the, or always a mix? It's very mixed. Yeah. Yeah. There is an original mentality, culture, religion that is still there. And we try to, to open ways to exp mm -hmm. uh, so they can ex express that. Because there are some clergymen who have repressed them, sure. uh, so, uh, superstitious and things like that. And we, we say that's the way the Spirit spoke to spoke, them. Yeah. Yeah. They are more ecumenical than, than us. <laughs> <laughs> or interfaith. Yeah, 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 interfaith, yeah. yeah. Because the crucified Christes, Christs are very important to them. It seems like they reflect on them that, in the sufferings. Yeah. yeah. Here in the United States, I think it is very important to look at them, ¿verdad? to find them in that underground stream and to, to give, I mean, places to make them visible. They, they themselves are becoming visible by celebrating carnival here in some uh, places. And uh, also the feast, Festus of Death is more domestic. Yeah. So they put the authors in, the, in their apartments, right. the Virgin of Guadalupe, the, yeah, the candles and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they offer uh, here, they're, they're doing, mo doing more and more here in, in New York. Right. Yeah. And what do you think about the, the, the future of these communities? Do you think eventually they'll all go home? Yeah, I think the trend is, is, is to come back. Unless the politics in the United States could be open and let them yeah. come with their families and things like that. But the dynamic is, is, is not that. You know, the last amnesty was 30 years ago. Right? Since then, Nobody has papers except those who got the amnesty and their children, but the rest, no one has papers. There are 11 million without papers. Yeah. yeah. There are some that are here for 17 years. They, they are used to the, to the, the American way, way of life. So probably, probably could be another amnesty, but not with this government, you know. What, what would you say to the uh, men who want to work with Mexican indigenous people in the United States? Yeah. yeah. All this kind of work is local. All, everything. Okay. If you are not in contact with the people, concrete people, okay, you can, you can be in the second floor. And that's good also. I mean, the floor of the services or advice and things like that. People come there, but it's also... It's also very important and for our scholastics to go to the people, mm -hmm. to go inside the neighborhood, no? the barrio, ¿verdad? and find the people and, and from there make, make the con contacts and, 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 be, and be there as a part of a net, the human net they made. You have to go to the streets, to go to their apartments, to know where, where they are, sometimes to get them together and make it visible, and uh, and and also join with uh, with Dominicans and things like that. I think it is it's, it's, it's a good it's, it's a, a good idea. If you approach, they become visible for us right. be because of the confidence. Yeah. Because if they have confidence, so they share, they ask, they uh, ask for advice, uh, and for them it's a question of dignity. Sure. That the, that we know the Otomi are there. 
Yeah. yeah. And that's very good. Thank you so much for taking the time. And I'm thanks to, thanks to you. No, yeah. for us, we are in the same task. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's very good to know that you are more and more interested in, in taking contact here with Bronx and the corners of New York. This episode of Belmont Voices is edited by Jason Cannon with original music, as always, by Paul James Prendergast. <laughs>